Welcome to the Witch Within podcast. I am your host, Ashley Ray. I want to thank you so much for sharing this space of spiritual connection, guidance, and perspective. On today's episode, I am going to be channeling a reading specifically for the Sagittarius new moon and total solar eclipse that we are going to be experiencing on December 3rd, 2021. But this message is timeless and unlimited. So if you find yourself listening to this message after that time, please know that it has been divinely guided for you to hear this message right here, right now. You know, you're never too late to hear a message that was divinely guided for you. And as this is a collective message, there are going to be parts of this reading that you may resonate with and you may not resonate with it. And that is okay. Because it's collective, I'm pulling energies from the past, the present, the future. And I'm connecting to many timelines many vibrations and many perspectives and so therefore my intention is to bring forward the message for the highest good and so allow yourself to receive what you need to receive and release and let go what you do not resonate with, what you don't need to take on. I just connect to my breath and my heart space. And these energies have been feeling very emotional very deep, very spiritual. I feel like there are so many people experiencing a spiritual awakening, whether you realize that's what it is or not, right? And it's interesting as I do my own inner work and healing and and self-reflection, Spirit has guided me back to 2013. And just take yourself back to the year of 2013 in general. Specifically July of 2013 and uh, December of 2013. I feel like those are really important dates or timeline, like, you know, times. And we are coming up in this karmic healing. The eclipse that we are working in right now is bringing forward a karmic healing back to a relationship, a circumstance, a connection, a trauma, 
just even a, just a change in your life. Something shifted within you in 2013. And that cycle is coming to an end. It's coming to a completion. Okay. And, you know, 2013 might be a difficult year for you to look back on. It might bring on a lot of emotions. Maybe it brings in happiness, harmony. Was there a change in your life? There was something that occurred in 2013 for many people on a collective level that awakened them to something deep within themselves. And so maybe this was a shift or a change within a relationship, a marriage. Wherever the change occurred, it happened within a karmic contract or a soul contract. So this is a relationship that took on matters of the heart. Right? It was a soul contract. It was a soul agreement. And as we can become aware of some of those patterns or those synchronicities that we are experiencing right now, and that connects us to 2013, and when we can become aware of what it is that we are shifting away from and moving into, we can consciously make the choice of leaving those old patterns and choices and decisions behind. And so we're being asked to really pay attention to our narratives and stories that we tell ourselves and and what we tell others as well. Listen to the stories and the experiences of others. Truly allow yourself to listen without having to bring judgment or changing their narrative. Right? You don't have to try to change their story to match yours. And you don't have to change your narrative to match anyone else's. And so as we work within the eclipse energies, we are connecting to the nodes of fate. This is destiny. And even though we are connected, interconnected to destiny, to each other on a karmic level, we also have responsibility within decision, within free will. So even though we are spiritual beings having a human experience, within our human experience, we have the choice of free will. We have the choice to choose. We have the choice to choose struggle. We have the choice to take responsibility. We have the choice to commit and who we're going to commit to. Are we committing to ourselves? Number one. And if you've been kind of following along within my, my journey, my teachings, or even on this podcast, we've been working with our own relationship to self. Knowing that is the foundation of life, of all of our relationships. Our relationship to self lays out 
the vibrations in which you align with, in which you connect, in which you attract. And so when we can become aware of where we need to leave old ways and beliefs and patterns and habits behind. And it's allowing us to be patient also within change. Because it feels as though plans flare up and then they die back down and flare up and and die back down. So the energies might be feeling very um, chaotic or unstable. It's, It's hard to find an even balance. And this could be also created with separation of distance. And so this could be, you know, um, a physical distance within a relationship. And whether this distance is created by emotional distance or physical distance. But I feel like there has been a distance, a physical distance within a soul connection or a relationship. And really what's happening right now is we're going back and healing old ways. And again, we're being directed to 2013 to just begin to become like to understand what these patterns and loops and cycles really are all about. And we're being brought back to home. And what is important within our home? How can we create a home? Knowing that a home is much more than just our, you know, four walls and a roof. (laughs) It's the inner and outer community that sustains and supports you, the individual. And realizing that family, soul family is not necessarily blood family, but trusted friends, comrades, lovers, the people in your life that offer you safety and security and affection and love and nourishment and just support. That's what's really important. It's not always necessarily blood connection that makes you family. It's feeling supported, it's feeling seen, it's feeling safe in these relationships. And right now we're being asked to really take a look at our traditional concepts of home and family and how that's really evolved and changed over the last few decades. And where we might need to get back to some old traditions Um, with also bringing in the lessons of new traditions. So when we begin to make change in our life and, you know, specifically our home life and our family relationships, our sacred soul family, you know, relationships, we're really being asked to look at, you know, what is important? What helps provide a foundation to your home, to your life, for your children, you know, whomever is part of your family. 
And again, this could extend to, you know, reach out to extended family as well. Friends. And maybe your concept or perspective or, or view of what a home has changed. And it's not just merely a shelter from the elements or, you know, an, a property investment. You know, home is so much more. It needs to be so much more than that. And it's truly where love resides. It's where we come home at night to rest, to feel safe, to feel comforted, to celebrate and to share love and connection. And maybe the memories of 2013 are bringing in wisdom and understanding that can be applied to your current situation. And it could be your current situation of struggle. And knowing that in order to create a strong foundation of a home, it takes more than one person. It takes a good companion to see you through trials and challenges and tribulations within your life. And knowing that, you know, you're not going to give up on each other when times get tough. And so right now we're really, we might be struggling in our home life. We might be struggling in our family relationships right now. And... It's about taking a look at, you know, if you have a partner, like a romantic partner, looking across at each other and, and seeing, you know, does this person support me? Do I support this other person? How can we build a stronger home and a stronger foundation? Well, that, those questions, now we need to look within how can you provide a stronger foundation for you, for your light, for your energy and space and well-being? How can you bring in alignment to your relationship to self? Therefore, you are able to support your partner in their struggles, their trials, their tribulations, also their successes, their accomplishments. Because when you win, they win. And when they win, you win. It's not a competition. And it's about stepping, you know, coming together and, and committing to creating this place of safety and security and home. And so knowing that honesty in relationships are very valued. So whether you are currently in a romantic relationship this could be also speaking of a relationship that could be coming in. This could be coming um, in to heal a relationship from 2013. Um, so this again, this is going to connect to many different people 
in many different ways because this is a collective level and we're t- or collective reading and we are talking of um, romantic relationships and connections right now. And realizing, you know, as you maybe even look back at your past struggles, realizing that you have had fortitude, fortitude through these difficulties and through determination and um, allowing yourself to kind of accept these challenges, you've been able to become masterful and skillful. And so realize the struggles of the past we're actually preparing you for the situations and um, experiences that you are currently going through today. You are discovering a new skill or coming into a new idea of inspiration. And if you're doing any negotiations or signing any contracts, really just paying close attention to the details, making sure that you're examining, um, you know, all the fine print. Also paying attention to any gossiping or low vibrational conversations that you are having with others. And again, just paying attention to the vibration of gossip and realizing, um, also realizing the stories that we tell each other, all right? So really paying attention to what we talk about, what we connect with. And sometimes we connect with struggle, which is, that's great. We need to, you know, that, that allows us to see each other as human beings. But we don't want struggle to be the only thing that we ever connect with. and taking a look at your own struggle and your own stories of struggle and realizing that you don't have to be a victim in that space any longer. And you have the choice, you have the decision, you have the free will to take responsibility. And sometimes struggle is unavoidable. Sometimes we just gotta, we gotta learn from those experiences. And even though it brought us discomfort or pain, it allowed us to see maybe what lack was. Bringing in gratitude for maybe more simpler things in our life. And realizing that There is a profoundness to going through personal struggles within a calm, decisive, and absolute action. So even though you're going through struggles, you can acknowledge them and can know that, you know, know that you are witty, you are crafty. You are resourceful. You are able to take back your control of self, not of anybody else. 
And see, that's the thing. We misperceive what control is. You know, we think of control, we want to control our surroundings. We can't. We can't manipulate everything and everybody. We just don't have that power. But what we can control is our own action, our own beliefs, our own stories, our own home, your body. You as a human being, that is your home. That is your center. What does your home feel like? What does your home look like? And it's time for us to make decisions surrounding our home and our home relationships. I also feel like there could be a decision on selling a home or um, purchasing a home or changing homes. So there could be a decision and that could bring... um, That could bring anger, that could bring frustration, it could bring uh, also passion is what I'm seeing. So the discussion of stepping out of poverty, of stepping out of this struggle and taking the, you know, making the decision to really stand up and to set something afire, set something ablaze. There, the, and this fire is bringing a, a decision. And so this fire could represent a passion, a purpose, something is being ignited. And there's a lot of strength and vigor, purpose, drive, vision. And because we're working within these Sagittarian energies, Sagittarius is a fire element ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet of expanding into your truest potential. We are being inspired to dream and to dream big. To allow yourself to really leap into your dreams, but to take responsibility for them as well. And really, I think where you can begin to recognize the struggle and having compassion for it and knowing that you don't have to stay there. You have a choice, you have a decision, you are not stuck. Even though there are things in your circumstance that you do not have um, the choice or the decision or the power over, you have the responsibility to carry the weight You have the responsibility to say yes or no. You have the responsibility to choose, right? You have the choice. And responsibility is the ability to respond. That is your responsibility. 
is your ability to respond. And so you cannot choose how others are going to respond in your life. You cannot choose that. You can only choose how you respond. And that is a really difficult part of our life lessons and journey because, you know, especially when we are empathetic to people's situations, we want to help them. We want to do the work. We want to just go in and say, hey, let me do that for you. But the thing is, we can't do that. We got to take responsibility for ourselves and they got to take responsibility for themselves. And then when we all take responsibility for ourselves and we do what's right for us, for our soul, for our purpose, for our truth, we can really stand up in our own strength and reclaim our own power. We can therefore step forward together to create a strong and sturdy and foundational um, home and space. And we're, be, we're being brought into the concept of the material world. And the parts of us that are unchanging. That have evolved with our understanding of the cosmos. So human beings... seem unique in their ability to interact with the material world and yet have a foot in the other world of the mind, imagination, and creative will. To be connected to the earth and the power that resides there allows us to draw from primal source and direct the power of our minds to create changes in our world. The concept of the realms of matter and the matters of the mind are totally separate and detached is now outmolded and untrue. The primal rock is decorated with ancient cup and ring markers to express the emergence of creation and the cycles of energy within the universal consciousness and the still and stable point from which to plan and empower your life, fulfilling your material dreams. And it's to bring in real world change and transformation. And it's to allow you to bring forward what you dream of, what you desire into the physical world, specifically when it comes to what a home is is about and a home is going to look very different for each and every one of us and I mean and it's important the people that we are sharing our home with is we're, we're on the same alignment right because if we're sharing a home we want everybody to feel comfortable we want everybody to feel welcomed and at, at peace And it's interesting, I just pulled another card um, and it's bringing in new life. 
it's allowing us to also let others help you carry the weight and for you to always also help others carry the weight and so when we carry the weight together of a home raising a family coming together to live to come together you know as community when we carry the weight together that weight doesn't feel so heavy and that's what I feel like it's time for us to really help each other to check the details to see things through together taking pride in your work you know don't give up too easily don't don't allow yourself to say oh it's not worth it it is worth it because you are standing up for your home you are committing to you to your life to your foundation and so if you feel as though you know you're you're getting tired keep pushing for what you know is right keep making choices out of love out of self-respect out of responsibility and remembering your responsibility is not for any other person but your own ability to respond so what is required of you what service are you here to provide to others how are you maybe being too stubborn and your stubbornness is holding you back what are you avoiding and not wanting to look at and again maybe this is old an old fear maybe this is an old pattern this is an old story in which you've been stuck and st- suffering healing is here there's an opportunity for healing if you are willing to take it and this healing is going to allow you to chariot through these obstacles this struggle and knowing that in order to heal this struggle in your life because it is affecting the foundation of your self of your relationships of your home you need to accept the divine feminine within you you need to open yourself up and surrender to emotional and energetic healing and realizing after you've gone through an illness or sickness or maybe just um an emotional trauma in your life it's so important that you take time to rest to rejuvenate and when you're going through a lot of healing again whether that's physical or emotional mental energetic that time for recovery is really important and we need to allow the deep cellular healing to happen and sometimes we hang on to loss and loneliness and betrayal for far too long and we resist that healing 
And we resist that healing because of regret and shame and embarrassment. And we just don't want to make the choice. We just don't want to make the decision. We just don't want to surrender to the healing because we're stuck. We're stubborn. That's our story and we're sticking to it. But you no longer have to tell that same story. You can still tell the story, but change the narrative. Change how you tell it. You are no longer a victim of that story. You are a survivor. You made it through because you are here today. You're standing on top of that mountain and you've gotten through all of those challenges and trials and tribulations and you stand up high and you're able to see the whole picture. You're able to see things with a bird's eye view and with these new perspectives, you can see the truth. And maybe you just holding on to your story and not willing to listen to the experiences of others, you've shut yourself off or you've shut yourself down to seeing the truth of how it really was. And maybe you only saw your way and that's it. You weren't able to see it any other way. And you closing yourself off to listening to others without having to change their narrative. And see, that's the thing. We can listen and hold space and have empathy and compassion for someone else. And we do not have to judge their story. We do not have to change their narrative to match ours. And we don't have to change our story, our truth, our narrative to match someone else's. But have a willingness and an openness to see things from a different perspective and be willing to listen. Listen. Listen to the struggle in their voice. Listen to the pain. Listen to their choice. Also, listen to their gifts, to your gifts, your passion, your strength. And what what you've been really holding back is your own ability to create. You know, where have you been choosing not to create? Where have you been choosing not to do what you feel inspired to do? And maybe you've been feeling like creative, like just blocked um, within creative expression. Maybe you don't have it in you right now. Connect to joy. Fill yourself up. How can you feel more joyful? Is it through creativity? For me, myself, I love to be in a creative state. So whether I'm writing or reading or painting or drawing or creating something, if I'm in a state of creation, I'm in my happy place. That's me. Um, And I can find that many different ways. Now, your creativity, your creative expression may be projected in different ways. How do you desire to create, to express yourself? How do you release and let go of emotions and energy in your body? How do you celebrate? 
What do you do to have a good time? What do you do? What is something that you truly enjoy for no one else but yourself? Do more of that. And allow yourself to mourn. Joy and mourning. Those are two emotions that are sometimes difficult to hold together. That is also how we get through grief. So often when we are going through a state of sadness or releasing um, an experience of death in our life, we feel really guilty of joy. When we are in a state of struggle and we're stuck to that story of struggle, and we're in a state of celebration and enjoyment or happiness and we think, oh, wow, no, I'm not supposed to be happy. I'm in my story of struggle. And then you begin to feel guilty of celebrating, celebrating yourself, celebrating your body, celebrating your achievements, your happiness and your decisions. And the decisions that you made for yourself to get out of struggle. And so you're being asked to grieve and let go and mourn that old you that is stuck to those stories, those narratives, those cycles, those loops that have kept you in struggle, that have, that have kept you from healing because of stubbornness. And so there is something that you are here to create. And when you tap into that inner creative outlet, you are going to find pure joy. And maybe this creative outlet is in honor of someone or somebody that has passed in your life, or maybe you make um, a memorial of for someone and this kind of sticks. This is something that you're good at. So again, this message is going to be very, for, for somebody very particular that's listening to this, um, but I almost feel like heal for the people that you've lost. And I feel like some people are so stuck in grief that you can't get through it. You can't connect to joy. But the person that has passed doesn't want you to stay in a state of grief and struggle and mourning and despair. They want you to celebrate your life for them. It's like they left this earth as a choice. They they chose it. Their soul chose it. So whether or not they physically chose it, their soul chose to leave this earth. That was a choice. That was a decision that they made. And they take responsibility for how they left this earth. And so you do not have to stay stuck in mourning their death. They want you to move on and be happy and heal and create and take responsibility for your own happiness in your own home and your own relationships and know that the struggle can be over as soon as you accept your ability to create and what that is. And so realizing 
I mean, we can create anything. We are the creator. We are the creator. So this solar eclipse feels powerful because it is. It feels vast and expansive and massive. It's because it is. It's asking us to really take a leap of faith and jump and leap. (laughs) And it's set in a fire. It's set in a fire under us, within us, and it's time for us to come together. So I do feel like this could indicate um, some chaotic energy or panicky energy. Um, And so making sure that if there's any chaotic energy or decision that needs to be um, made very quickly, you're not making it within like haste. You, You really want to connect within yourself um, before you make a choice, before you make a decision, again, um, there, there's something being ignited within a passion and purpose. Um, we're also being reminded again to really take a look at gossiping or blaming. Blame, really taking a look at who we're blaming why we're blaming why do we need to blame anybody blaming really puts us out of misalignment to um, our intention for the highest good and take a look at well as well as where you might find yourself stewing or having intrusive thoughts or loops of thoughts that are coming in and how can you really break free from this realization or thought or anxiety worry so there's something that you might be worrying about a lot and how can you break free of the drama right so if anything is really fired up in your life take a look at how you can stop cool down, collect yourself, reflect on the situation. How are you wanting to, you know, if if you're, if you're feeling fired up, if you're feeling angry, well, how do you want to project that anger? Anger doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Anger can bring in change. It can make us make a decision. It can make us take responsibility right? Get out of struggle. Hmm. Um, And you don't have to pretend the heat isn't getting to you. All right. So you don't have to pretend that you're not angry. Own your emotions. Allow yourself to know that your feelings are valid and you don't have to act within them within those emotions or feelings right away you can allow yourself to sit with those emotions to process to really 
intentionally move forward and ask yourself, how do I want to act or react? How do I, how do I want to respond? What feels good to me? And it's time to bring in rebalance, bringing in purification to a situation and yourself. And there could be a misunderstanding of each other or just the situation. And we're bringing in balance back our, our ecosystem. Um, it's also allowing us to look at the spread of disease. And realizing that disease also has a purpose. It also has a part in the completion of cycles. And understanding the phase and cycle of death. And unfortunately, it is a part of life. And when we can begin to perceive death in a different way and release and let go of our fear on death and realize, it, realize that it does serve a purpose. And without death, we wouldn't have rejuvenation. And when you can begin to process your beliefs surrounding death, you are able to connect to your inner senses, your psychic abilities, your heightened awareness and vulnerability. So connecting to your emotions around grief of death and allowing yourself to see the beauty in the death process. And sometimes we can't see beauty in that. Sometimes we can't see the reason or the meaning for death. We just don't want to see it. And sometimes we don't even want to look at the reality of our own mortality. It's too much too much emotions we don't want to we don't even want to think about it and you're being asked to take a look at your fear around death how is fear of death causing absolute chaos and allowing us to lose our inner intuition our inner intuitive awareness it's time to get back to the present moment Sit down. Find your breath. Take a big deep breath. Acknowledge the bounty and the beauty and the truth that surrounds you. And allow yourself to nourish your gentle spirit. I hope you are doing well within this Sagittarius season. Thank you so much for sharing this space and this message from Spirit. 
I hope you are able to take something out of this message. And I want to send each and every one of you so much love. Blessed be.